Welcome to the Hope on the Way podcast with Father John Ahmed. John is the coordinator for the Christian Ecumenical and Missional Society of St. Patrick and St. Aidan, and he's the founder of Hope on the Way Ministries. Now, join Father John and discover hope and relevant answers in following Jesus, who is the way and the truth and the life. So the Lord be with you. Today's message is receiving the compassion of God. Hey, when's the last time you asked somebody for a favor? Can you remember? It came up to him and said, hey, could you do me a favor? And think about their reaction, how they responded. But how about this? When's the last time you asked someone for compassion and mercy? That's a little different, isn't it? It's one thing to go up to someone and say, hey, I need a favor. Could you do me a solid? But it's another to go up to the same person and say, hey, would you be willing to give me compassion and mercy? The latter is harder because it's humbling. It's humbling. Last time we gathered together, we read from Mark 10, 35-45, where James and John go up to Jesus and they say, Lord, we want you to do whatever we ask. In other words, they're saying, Jesus, we want you to do us a favor. In the same chapter of Mark this week, Mark 10, 46-52, the blind person Bartimaeus cries out to Jesus, not for a favor, but what does he cry out for? Compassion and mercy. And by the way, this Greek word for compassion and mercy is the Greek word eleison. It's where we get the prayer, Kyrie eleison. Lord, have mercy. Jesus, Son of God, Son of David, have mercy on me. Mark 10 demonstrates that we don't need favors from God. What we need is His compassion and His mercy. Let me ask you tonight, those listening by internet and those of you here, are you ready and willing to receive compassion from God? Are you really willing and ready to receive compassion from God? Or are you just wanting God to do you a solid a favor? If you're ready and willing to receive compassion from God, you have to humble yourself to receive it. You see, when James and John asked Jesus for a favor, that kind of implied that they had leverage. Lord, we want you to do whatever we ask. Why? Well, because we've been with you for so long. We've done so many good things for you and with you, and now we're asking you for a favor. 
And what they wanted was positions of power and authority when Jesus brought in the fullness of His kingdom. You need to remember that there are no quid pro quos with God. You can't bargain with God. You can't bargain with God. You know who you can bargain with? Satan. Satan bargains. Satan does quid pro quos. You ever hear about stories of people who sold their soul to who? Devil. If I sell my soul to you, then you're going to give me... I was watching a documentary on religion in Scandinavia. And a Scandinavian man looked at the camera when he was asked, do you believe in God? He was an older gentleman, probably about 60, 65 years old, and he looked at the camera and said, I have no need of a God. Unfortunately, that man is an arrogant fool. The psalm says that a fool has said in his heart there is no God. He's an arrogant fool, but he's a candid one. But many less, less candid people populate our post-Christian culture. Many, many foolish post-Christian people because they'll say, I believe in a higher power, I believe in a God, and deep down inside, they're thinking, when I need that God, I can ask Him for what? Solid. I can ask that God, that higher power, for a favor. If I get in trouble, if I'm in the middle of the sea, and I'm in a life raft, I'll cry out to God, hey God, would you do me a favor? The writer of this Gospel wants you to know that there is no leverage with God. You've got nothing on Him. You've got nothing He needs. And so that's why Bartimaeus doesn't say, Lord, Lord, Son of David, I need You to do me a favor because You owe me. Because why? Because I'm, I was victimized. I was blinded. You need to take care of this. He doesn't say, Lord, I'm a good person. You owe it to me. What he does is he cries out for compassion. Now think about this. If you were born blind, or even maybe worse, maybe it's even worse, you were blinded. You once could see, then you were blinded. Do you think that could make you bitter? God, I deserve to be healed. I deserve you to take care of this. But no, he humbles himself and he cries out for compassion. He cries out for mercy so that his eyes can be opened because Bartimaeus knows he needs compassion and mercy rather than a favor. Because without God's compassion and mercy, his eyes will never be opened. And the truth of this Gospel passage is that you all, we all, need God's compassion to open our eternal eyes so that we can see eternal life. You have to have compassion for your eyes to be opened so that when you go into eternal life, you'll be able to see God in His fullness, God in His glory. 
many, 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 many people are going to go into the next life and they are going to grope in darkness for eternity. Never seeing the light of Christ and eternally in darkness and eternally expecting God to do them a favor. But what they really needed in this life was God's compassion and mercy. And all they had to do was humble themselves and cry out, Jesus, Son of God, Son of David, have mercy on me, a sinner. Heal me of my blindness, both spiritual and, if necessary, physical. Not only do you need God's compassion to see eternal life, but you have to have God's compassion to follow Jesus. You've got to have God's compassion and mercy to follow Jesus. Do you think you can do that on your own? When you receive God's compassion and mercy, it will always open your eyes to follow Jesus. Now, whether you do or not is your decision, but once you receive God's compassion and mercy and you've humbled yourself, God's going to give you more than that. He's going to give you a grace so that you can cooperate with Him and His grace so that your eyes are open, your spiritual eyes are open. You can see the light of Christ and follow Him. There's two types of people who call themselves Christians in this world. Believers and followers. Two types of Christians. Believers and followers. Which one are you? A follower of Jesus has received His compassion and His mercy, and they have clear vision to follow the Lord. However, a mere believer has defective vision, and those folks often get lost on the way because they can't follow Jesus. They can't follow Jesus because they haven't received their sight. And so they're still blinded or partially blinded because they're just mere believers. And they get lost. And God gives them more light when they cry out and they come back, then they get lost again. What do you want to be today? Honestly, do you want to be his follower or just a believer? Mere believers get blinded by a lot of different things. They get blinded, first of all, by selfish pride. Unfortunately, that is too common. People who are blinded by the pride of this life, no matter what it is, they're unable to humble themselves like Bartimaeus did, come to Jesus and said, Lord, Son of David, have mercy and compassion on me. Instead, they want to be blinded like James and John were, at least at that moment, and say, Lord, you owe us a favor. Mere believers are blinded by their brokenness. They could get healed. They could receive compassion to be healed of their brokenness. You can be healed of your brokenness, especially your inner brokenness, by receiving the compassion and mercy of Christ. Mere believers are often blinded by spiritual deception because they have defective vision. They often see Jesus, the Lord, in a defective way because they're blinded by spiritual deception of one type or another. And this is a huge one, one I have been guilty of in the past, 
is that mere believers are often blinded by laziness. They're just not going to get off the couch and follow Jesus. Bartimaeus, his eyes were open. Jesus said, go. Your faith has healed you. But instead of going, what did Bartimaeus do? Yes, he did. He followed Jesus. And when he did, he left something very important behind. His coat. And when it's summertime, we don't really care about our coats. But in this kind of weather, in November, we need our coat. He left his coat to follow. I can get a new coat. I'm not going to lose this opportunity. I'm not going to go back and get my coat because by the time I go back and get my coat, maybe Jesus is gone. Maybe I become blind again because I lose sight of him. Bartimaeus says, I am never going to lose sight of Jesus. I'm going to keep him in front of me. I don't care about my coat. Hey, Bartimaeus may have been many things, but he wasn't lazy. You need God's compassion and mercy. Are you willing? Are you ready? Or do you want to live in your pride? Do you want to live in your brokenness? Do you want to live in your spiritual deception? Do you want to keep living in your laziness? Here's the exciting part. Not only will God give you compassion and mercy as you humble yourself before him like Bartimaeus did, but God's compassion will enable you to become an agent of God's compassion. When you receive compassion, you'll be able to give compassion. Listen to this passage of Scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3. Paul says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's the Father of all compassion and the God of all comfort who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. God gives you comfort, compassion, and mercy. Why? So that you can pass it on. Not only can you show compassion, but you can show the same compassion that God gave you. That Holy Spirit, sacred, holy compassion to others. Here's the lesson that we keep seeing over and over again in our social media Christian celebrity culture that we have unfortunately developed in this country. And that is this, that serving God without compassion always ends in spiritual abuse. Sometimes physical. Isn't it true? How many leaders have fallen in the last five years because they were serving God and it was obvious that they were not serving God out of compassion, out of love, out of mercy, but they were serving through other motives. And their ministry became one of abuse. One of celebrityism, if that is a word. Many, many of the great have fallen or been exposed through their lack of compassion and mercy and their service ended in abuse. But when you serve God with compassion, having received it, when you receive God's mercy and serve with His mercy, it always equals blessing. It always does. Even if it doesn't appear to. 
You ever feel like the more good deeds you do, the more you get stomped on? Hey, welcome to Jesus' life, folks. <laughs> That's His life. That's Jesus' life. He shows mercy and compassion, and what do they do? They criticize Him because He did it on a Sabbath. And they get so mad about it, they want to kill Him. Jesus goes around setting the prisoners free, opening the eyes of the blind, healing the sick, delivering those in darkness, opening spiritual prison cells, and they kill him for it. Welcome to Jesus' life. But even though that happened, look at the blessing. Look at the blessing. God always turns the tables on the devil. You know that, don't you? He always turns tables on the devil as long as you keep following James and John hey Lord do us a favor you owe us one Bartimaeus God have mercy no excuses no victim here I just need your compassion and mercy James and John versus Bartimaeus they each requested things of God, but their motives were very different. And I would suggest to you is that Bartimaeus got the better end of the deal. Don't you? He got the better portion without the quid pro quo. If you do something for me, Lord, I'll serve you. If you do this, I'll do this. No, it's just, I have to have your mercy. You can have the better portion. You can have the better portion. It's here tonight. It's here today. Where you sit, where you're working, maybe you're driving in your car. He wants to lavish his compassion and his mercy on you. Your eyes will be open to see him clearly, and he's going to enable you to follow him. You'll never lose sight of him. Even more so, you're going to become a means of grace, a means of compassion and mercy not just because of some ministry you do that I'll be good, but because of your life. And your life is Christ's life. Your life will be one of compassion and mercy. And you will see the light of God's glory. You will see the light of life. Pray with me. Lord, have mercy. Christ have, mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, grant us your peace. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we all say, Amen. Amen. You've been listening to the Hope on the Way podcast with Father John Ahmed. We invite you to subscribe or follow this podcast on your preferred podcasting platform. To find out more about Hope on the Way Ministries and Father John, check out our website at hopeontheway.info. That's hopeontheway.info. Now, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, and the companionship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen. Amen.